Welcome to Unfiltered, the football podcast. My name is Dakota, and I'm here with my co-host, CJ. How are you living, Siege? I'm doing great, man. Just ready for some great football this weekend. All right. Well, we're going to step right into this. Our first segment we're going to be doing is a Week 17 matchups. Who is going to win Week 17? So first up, we got the Falcons, who are 4-11. and They're playing at Tampa Bay. What's your thoughts on this game? Well, I think it's a big, big game for the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Maybe they can figure out a way to get something positive going into the end of the season. But they also don't think they should play their hearts out. I think they're sitting at a pretty good spot with the number three pick and would give them a, put them in a good position to better their future. Yeah, well, Tampa Bay also has Tom Brady. TB stands for Tom Brady, not Tampa Bay anymore. That's, that's my first hot take. Tampa Bay is nothing without Tom Brady. The Falcons, though, I do think will win this game. I think that... The 50 points is a bit too much. Uh, I'm going to go on the under on this one, and I'm taking Falcons to win by three. I am, in fact, going to do the exact opposite of you. I think Tampa Bay will cover that seven-point spread, no issue, and I'm taking the over on this game. In fact, I am putting my first lock of the day on Tampa Bay. First lock is in Drew Lock. Let's keep going. So there are some more implications real quick on this before we move on. What happens with Matt Ryan? My boy, Matty Ice, what's what's going to happen in his future? Uh, is Atlanta going to lose on purpose? That could happen. Then I'd be wrong. Then you can roast me next weekend. Uh, what quarterback would you take? If if you had a chance, you're, you're taking over as a GM for Atlanta for the day. Who are you picking? Who's your draft pick going to be utilized on? Well, you look at these two guys, the two guys that'll be sitting right in their lap if they want them. You got Justin Fields and you got Zach Wilson. Now, with Justin Fields, I don't think he can go in and succeed right away. I think he needs to be developed. I think he needs to sit behind a guy like Matt Ryan if they wanted to hold on to him for a little bit longer. Now, Zach Wilson, you draft him if you want a hot quarterback. He's going to come in, take control of your franchise, and he's going to succeed right away. We starting hot like I'm you... talking about hot like football hot. We're not going there yet. <laughs> We're not going there yet. All right. The next matchup is going to be the Dolphins and the Bills. The ten and five Dolphins are at the twelve and three Bills. CJ, what's Vegas saying? Well, Vegas has got Buffalo and the favoring Buffalo by five and a half points. I don't agree with Vegas on this one. I think Josh Allen or not, I think Miami wins this game. They're playing for a playoff spot. I think they're going to come out and play with a lot of heart. The Buffalo Bills don't have much to play for other than that second seed. I agree. I, I'm going to go with the Dolphins, and uh, I think they're going to win by seven. It's going to be probably an over, I would say, 47.5. I think it'll be an over. A little shootout action, 30, 30 to 20, 30s in the 20s for sure. Miami definitely, Miami wins. No, no doubt about that. Yeah, and uh, what about Josh Allen? What do you think about him? Do you think he deserves to be in that MVP race? Do you think he deserves to be in there above Aaron Rodgers? My first thing is I think Josh Allen needs to just, you know, embrace his alter ego of mustache Josh Allen. I think that needs to happen. Um, That's the only way he's ever going to be an MVP is when he grows that stash out. And I think Bill's Mafia agrees that pedo mustache he has is how they're going to win the Super Bowl. Buffalo's cold. 
Josh Allen is a top three quarterback in the league. I don't know if you tend to agree with me on that. It's 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 more of a hot take, but Josh Allen, top three, take it to the bank. All right, and moving on, let's talk about the Steelers and the Browns for a second. Now, the last time we saw this with Mason Rudolph as starting quarterback, it was ugly. Is Miles Garrett going to come after Mason Rudolph like he did last year? And is he going to go with the helmet again? That's what we really need to talk about about this game. Yeah, so this game doesn't matter. Browns win by a million. Uh, Vegas has him as a 10.5 favorite. Mason Rudolph can't throw the dang football to save his life. He might as well be called Duck. The real thing to watch on this is Mason Rudolph and the Miles Garrett saga. What are they going to do? Is Miles Garrett going to use a cleat? Is he going to use a twisted iced tea? Is he going to use a mascot? What's Vegas saying about this? What's his weapon of choice? I think the odds-on favorite for this weapon of choice, given the times... I think it's got to be a twisted T. I mean, this really emerged as a very, very viable weapon to be used. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with, I'm sure Vegas, if they were betting, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to say that Miles Garrett covers the spread. I think I'm, he's going to go with a safer bet. He's going to use his shoe. That's uh, that's actually the favorite right now in the MVP race is the shoe to dethrone the helmet. So that's really all to talk about there. I am taking the Browns, though, over the Steelers. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking them by two touchdowns, and I'm going to go with the under on that 42. I just think the Browns are going to be the only ones scoring the football this game. Now, this is the game that everybody in the country wants to watch. It's the Ravens and the Bengals, baby. Listen, the Ravens are going to win by a million. I don't have a whole lot to evaluate on this, to be honest. We got Lamar. And his squad, they're going to go to Cincy, get it done, win by a million points. Cincy, yes, they they have two wins. Woo. Okay. They have two straight wins, I should say. Woo. They need Joe Burrow, and we'll talk more on Joe Burrow later. Can the Bengals play the spoiler role like they did back in 2017 to the Baltimore Ravens? Ooh, you're alluding to some history here. What, what you got? In 2017, as you all remember, the Bengals beat the Ravens in the final seconds with a touchdown to Tyler Boyd. Can they do it again? I don't think so. <laughs> but it's something to think about. So, yeah, I mean, that that actually came up on my sports feed yesterday. I think it was a year ago yesterday. And then the Bills were all partying because the Bills couldn't win the division because Tom the Goat Brady was winning that division every year like it was clockwork. Except when Mark Butt Fumble Sanchez came in and spoiled the fun. I, I don't know if they're going to play the spoiler, spoiler role this year. But if you want to catch that game, all of America is going to be watching. It's 1 p.m. Eastern time on CBS, which is you know, just going to be a bang-up pro- bang product that they're going to put up out there. The Jets and the Patriots are playing. Ooh, boy, I got a lot to say about this one. A lot to say about this one. So let's start off with Cam Newton. Bench him. Bench him. If you follow me on any social media, you'll know that I have been doing the bench Cam Newton train since week two. I, he's not the answer. He never will be the answer. Sam Darnold's not going to see ghosts this game. He did see ghosts last time. Jets will win this game. They're going to get their third win. They're going to plummet their draft stock a little bit more. Probably get the, what, third pick? Yeah, third pick. And I think they will roll with Sam Darnold. They will actually try and get a line, try and build a lineup for him. Get Sam some help. Sam is not elite, 
property is better than trying to groom someone else. Yeah, I don't I don't think necessarily that Sam Darnold is the long term answer. But right now they have a whole lot more to worry about than quarterback. I, I just think this game, there's not really much to say about it. I think the Jets are going to win by a touchdown. I think Cam Newton is really bad at football. He's not what he used to be. Yeah, as a Patriots fan, last thing on this, I would like to say the preseason, I thought 2015 Cam was coming in hot. Okay? I really did. I, I had high hopes. I was ready to go. That was that was it. We were winning the Super Bowl this year. I was wrong. That's that's a bad take. Now we have the Vikings at the Lions. What are we even going to say about this game? First of all, Dalvin Cook's not playing. We wish him well here at the podcast. We're going to make a lot of jokes here today and on the shows. We're not going to make a joke about that. Dalvin Cook, man, get it right. We'll see you next season, man. The Lions are a terrible football team. Vikings win. Kirk Cousins gets it done. They're just basically the Colts, in my opinion. They have a pretty good team. They have Justin Jefferson, who has been a monster. The Lions need a lot of help, man. They need Megatron back or something. I know he's in his 40s. They, they need something. Matthew Stafford is being wasted there. Here's the thing I have to say about this game. I know some of you love your Sunday afternoon naps, as do I. If you're trying to take a good nap on Sunday afternoon, just put on this game and give it till the end of the first quarter. I promise you'll be out. I, I also would like to actually do a really, really good analysis of this game right now. You ready? So this game reminds me a lot of NASCAR. It's the perfect thing to turn on and go to sleep for you casual football fans. Also on Twitter, by the way, we are, of course, unfiltered, the football podcast. Look us up. We're probably going to get roasted by Vikings fans because they are brutal. But your team is garbage this year. Dalvin Cook's the only. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson are good. You need a good new quarterback. It's it's time. It's time. Yeah, you just never know which Kirk Cousins going to show up. Is it going to be the Kirk Cousins that throws three interceptions? Or is it going to be Daddy Kirk that toasts everyone's defense? You never know. You never know. Oh, boy. So, the NFC East has been just the most entertaining story to follow this year. Because they're so bad. They're so bad. The Dallas Cowboys are bad without Dak Prescott. The Giants are bad, period. They, without Saquon. I mean, you have the argument that, you know, with Saquon, they'd be a little better. And I would say, yes, they would be. But Danny Dimes, he's not really getting the job done. He's just Eli Manning again. You you might get one Super Bowl out of him when you guys will spoil the Patriots' perfect season. I'm not salty. But you can catch this game. I uh, Cowboys win, by the way. Uh, you can catch that 1 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, with this game, the winner of the this game takes that NFC East title. Bearing a Washington football team loss, which I think will happen. We'll get to that later. But I'm going to take the Cowboys by 10 in this game. 49ers, Seahawks. Okay, first of all, 49ers. Just imagine you're like a Hallmark movie, okay? It's it's Christmas, and you are, you're not the rich guy that always gets the hot chick, okay? You're, you're not. You have not been relevant and I mean yes they went to a Super Bowl don't get me wrong that was impressive they're just not good this year and it's not really their fault either it's like a bad Hallmark movie for them man they just they're not the rich guy this year they're not the guy who bags the hot girl they're a team who is depleted they are 
worn down. They are without Nick Bosa, who, um, spoiler alert, future Hall of Famer, Nick Bosa. They have Jimmy Garoppolo, who has been in and out of injuries all season. And again, not really the answer over there, Sam Fran. If you want to catch this game, another spoiler alert, Seahawks win. They do cover the spread of minus six. It does not go on the over. They, I think it's going to stay under like a 21-28 uh, point win to nothing. I don't think and gets down there and scores once. Yeah, here's the thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't ask him to do much over there in San Francisco. Their defense is spectacular when they're healthy. I think they've been plagued with injuries. I don't think a lot their record this year is their fault much. The 49ers are a quarterback away from being taken seriously as a legit Super Bowl winning contender. And then we got the Packers and the Bears. Packers are minus 5.5 favorites. That number's too small. We're not like ESPN analytic folk here, okay? We just we see things with our eyes. We just know Green Bay, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, fellow Scotch drinker, get it done. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. They will lock down the first seed, get that bye week, kind of relax. Playoffs in the NFC, they go through uh go through Lambeau. Yeah, we got the big rivalry game here. The Bears are playing for a playoff spot. The Packers are playing for a potential number one seed. And I think that the Packers take care of business. Maybe the Bears will come out early firing hot. But I think that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, they're just too much for the Bears to handle. I think the Packers take care of this one by eight. And moving on through our 420 five games this one's on fox it's the saints and the panthers so the thing with the panthers is they're not really playing for anything the saints are still playing for a chance slim chance to get first is it even possible no i don't think so it is oh no you're you're right yep it is actually possible that they do get the first round by but they need a lot of help from Taysom hill my boy crab legs or they need some they, they need some help from Drew Brees, whoever they decide to play this week. Uh, they need to rely heavily on the run game with Alvin Kamara, who will not score six touchdowns. That's a spoiler alert. But I will take the Saints covering the minus seven, and I'm going to take the under on this game. I don't think it'll be that high scoring. I think they take out their starters once they get a bigger lead. Yeah, the Saints can get they can they still have a chance at that first round bye but they need a Green Bay loss and a Seattle win, which I just don't see Green Bay losing to the Bears this week. I just think it's – we just talked about that game. But at quarterback for the Saints, I don't care who goes out there. I don't care if it's Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston. I don't care. They're still winning by 30. That's my take. And then the Cardinals and the Rams. Who's more disappointing to you this year in terms of what they could have been? I think for me it's got to be the Cardinals – they came out early in the season. We thought we thought that Kyler Murray and the Rams, I mean, and the Cardinals could be a serious threat in the playoffs. But they've just been underwhelming, losing games they shouldn't, and that's just it. And with the Rams, they've also been pretty disappointing. At times, they look like a really good football team. They got a championship caliber defense. They've got a guy by the name of Jared Goff at quarterback, which I just don't think is the answer for that team. I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl with him at quarterback. So. Yeah, Sean McVay is very good at coaching. He's uh he's a young up. This isn't breaking news to anybody listening to this right now. It's not breaking news. Sean McVay's good. Plus he's got like a pretty out wife, if I'm not mistaken. So he's got it made. But they do need to get rid of 
Jared Goff. Atlanta, or, uh, Arizona still wins this game because, I mean, they're just a better team. The Rams are coming off a brutal stretch here. Cardinals win this game. They are going to make it to the playoffs in the NFC. And uh, Kyler Murray's going to get back on track this week, is my opinion. And then, of course, we have the Chargers and the Chefs. We got my boy Patty Mahomes going to be sitting on sidelines with a State Farm rep. State Farm definitely will be there. State Farm is not a sponsor of us, by the way. They will be, uh, he'll be hanging out on the sidelines. He won't be playing. The Chargers, I think we'll lose this game still. I think the Chiefs will get it done. Go 15-1 and one on the season because I still think Andy Reid is the second best coach in football at this moment. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I think that the Chargers will take care of business. They have a pretty good defense, and the Chiefs, we just don't know what we're going to see with them in, on offense this week. I think that Justin Herbert's going to go out there, play a big game against a very underwhelming Chiefs defense, and I think they win by 10. Gosh, yeah. I mean, it's that's such a tough game to watch. I feel like... If you're watching Red Zone, by the way, um, and you're a Chiefs fan, you're you're blessed. Okay, you are blessed because two weeks ago, I'm 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 about to go on a tangent here. I've been wanting to say this for two weeks, but this is the first podcast that we've been able to do. But here is my issue with Red Zone: get off Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I'm trying to watch the Eagles and the Cardinals. That's right. Yep, I'm trying to watch them. Jalen Hurts is driving. Less than a minute left to win that dang game. And we're in the third quarter of the Chiefs, and they kept flipping back and forth. But, like, neither team was in the red zone. You're called red zone. It's not the Patrick Mahomes. I know he wears red. But get off of it. Show other teams. You have an extreme bias, and I'm sick of it. Patrick Mahomes is a future Hall of Famer, by the way. Already, he could retire right now, and I think he'd go down as a top 10 ever because he's – so dang good at football. But, yeah, red zone. Just, you know, give us something, man. I'm trying to watch I'm trying to watch my Pats play, but you, I'm not saying Pat as in Patrick Mahomes either. I'm trying to watch other teams. And now, you know, we got the Titans and the Texans. We're wrapping up here almost. We got two more games left. So we got the Titans and the Texans. Titans win, I, I believe. Titans will win this game. But who are the Titans? Well, their team... In Nashville, Tennessee, if you're asking yourself that, they rely heavily on Derrick Henry, who is the best running back in football right now. He is a man. He's 223 yards short of breaking a 2,000-yard rushing season, which is pretty dang good. Texans have the 31st-ranked run defense, so Derrick Henry's going to go off. Ryan Tannehill has some great weapons with A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, I, I do think they'll get it done. I think they will cover the 7.5 spread. They'll win by 10. And they're going to actually go on the under on this one. That's a spoiler alert. They're going to win um, 20 to 7. There's, there's going to be a missed PAT somewhere. I think there's a whole lot more points scored by that. And by the Titans, not by the Texans. The Texans gave up 377 yards to Brandon Allen and the Bengals through the air last week. That is just absurd. Earning Brandon Allen the FedEx Air Player of the Week week last week that that was just a horrible performance on defense and I think Ryan Tannehill kind of does the same here I think he throws for well over 300 yards and I'm going to go out on a limb here and I say Derrick Henry is going to get that 223 yards Titans win by 14 here's an even a hotter take I think he's going to get 224 he's going to have 2,000 rushing yards in one yard 
Now, Jaguars and Colts don't care, to be honest. It's on CBS, though, for you Jaguars and Colts fans. We get to see Phillip Rivers, again, struggle to make tackles when he throws a pick. We get to watch Jaguars uh, continue to probably lose. Jaguars, he'll be good next season. Don't worry about it. Colts, you got a lot to play for. You have a low chance at making the playoffs. You need uh, the Titans to lose or the Browns, right? Is it the Titans or Browns? Yeah. Yep. Ravens, Browns, Dolphins. So, yeah, they need something to happen to make it in. Slim chance. Good defense. Not a good quarterback. That's what they need. There's a lot of teams in this boat right, right now, by the way. I mentioned earlier the Vikings, the Colts. They both need quarterback help. They are solid teams, but they just need that extra step. That You don't know what Kirk's going to show up. You don't know what Phillip Rivers is going to show up. You could see 23-year-old before nine kids Phillip Rivers. He could show up. Or you could see, you know, post staying up all night with his freaking football team of a family Phillip Rivers show up. Throw a pick, play bad. I still think the Jaguars take it, or the Jaguars lose, excuse me. I think the Colts win, and the Colts do not make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Colts win this game, but I don't think the Ravens, Browns, or Dolphins are going to lose. I think they're just going to win, and their fans are going to be disappointed with the year missed out on the playoffs when they really underachieved this year. Agreed. And lastly, we got... Actually, we got two more. My bad earlier. I misspoke. Tretch through this one. The Raiders and the Broncos. Raiders win this game. They cover the 2.5 spread. They win by uh, at least a touchdown. And uh, they are in Denver where, you know, you can't breathe up there. But they, they, they win. Raiders win. I'm comfortable in saying that. They are a disappointment, but they do win. There's not a whole lot exciting to say about this game. I think the Raiders go in and take care of business. I don't think it's going to be pretty, though. The Broncos have a pretty solid defense, but that's about all they got going for them. I think the Raiders still win by 10 points. The Broncos, Drew Locke, just not good. Drew Locke is not a lock this week, you know what I'm saying? All right, and then finally, I've been saying finally way too much because I keep thinking that the Sunday night games, Sunday games are not... There's a lot. There's a lot of games. It's a good weekend for football, by the way. It is week 17. It's normally one of the worst weeks. There's a lot of playoff implications left. We'll go Washington and Eagles. I think Eagles get it done. 1.5 favorite Washington doesn't give me a void of confidence here. They got rid of Dwayne Haskins. I do think Washington does lose this game to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts plays spoiler this year. Yeah, I agree with you. I just don't think Washington can get get it done. I think the Eagles score more than 10 points. I don't think Washington's going to catch up. Well, guys, that's our picks this week for Week 17. Let us know if you agree, disagree. You you hate our takes, love our takes, whatever you want to say. Just follow us at Twitter uh, at Unfiltered, the football podcast. Thank you very much. And we're actually going to get into our next segment is uh, Dak's quarterback room. It's where every week I evaluate three quarterbacks of my choosing, break down what I think of them, who I think is going to improve next season, who's not going to improve, who's going to digress a bit. So first, in the first person in Dak's quarterback room sitting on my couch here, is uh, no quarterback, actually. We do have, I'm going to hit Drew Brees first. So, Drew Brees, he has been battling that rib injury. That dude is the definition of tough, right? He is a tough, tough dude. I just think his age, his arm strength is starting to lack, and I, I really think this is probably his last season. I think he'll retire. 
if he doesn't retire, I think he'll just continue to fall off the cliff. There, there's always a saying that time always wins, and it does, unless you're Tom Brady. And I think Drew Brees, his time's up. It's time for, it's time for New England or New England, sorry, New Orleans to uh, start grooming the next Drew Brees, if you will. But again, Drew Brees, heck of a career, no matter what. Uh, future Hall of Famer, for sure. First, first ballot. Great dude. I just think that his time's coming. What? I mean, what? What do you think of Drew Brees this season? What? I think Drew Brees is an awesome quarterback, awesome guy. But I agree with you. Time is catching up with him. They could possibly have one more Super Bowl left in him this season if they get hot. And yeah, that's about all I have to say with him. I love Drew Brees. He's a great guy, great quarterback. Uh, I wish the best for him. We're gonna talk about a lot of a lot in this segment is gonna be older and younger quarterbacks, kind of a good mix. So we can kind of get the future. So we're gonna talk about Joe Burrow. What did Joe Burrow show me this year? He showed me he's got a tremendous arm talent. He's got a luscious beard. He is a good-looking kid in terms of on the field, off the field, no homo. I I, I think next year with his torn torn ACL, MCL. What, PCL2? It was a bad injury. It was really bad. I still think he's not a running first quarterback. He uses his legs and can move in the pocket. As long as he can do all that next season, he's he's the guy. And that's not really that hottest take. I think he's a generational talent. I think he's better than all the quarterbacks coming in this draft. Better than Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence is really good. Trevor Lawrence needs a beard, too. That's an alter ego. Like, you know. Josh Allen, mustache Josh Allen, bearded Joe Burrow is good. Yeah, and I think just going off that, just a minute on that Trevor Lawrence thing, with the beard, people might, he'll look slightly less feminine too. People might take him a little more (laughs) seriously. That's just my opinion. But with Joe Burrow, if I'm the Bengals right now, in the offseason, I'm heavily spending on the offensive line and free agency. And that's just it. If you're not, then you're doing it wrong. I also think Joe Burrow should rock a mullet. You know, next year, year two, Joe, Joey Burrow, hit me up on Twitter. We're going to get you a mullet, and then when you make the playoffs next season, it'll be perm Joe Burrow. Hear me out, perm Joe Burrow. The last guy to enter the couch of doom, the quarterback couch of doom. That's not sticking. Anyway, I'll work on that one. My last quarterback that I'm going to evaluate is another injured quarterback, unfortunately, Dak Prescott. Um, I feel Dak is is that guy in Dallas. I think he's very good that Mike McCarthy did not utilize him properly. I feel like they did not run the football enough. I I mean, they were running it, gosh, 15 times with him and thrown it 50, 60 times. Dak's got a good arm. Dak is very good. But I think next season you got to start distributing the rock. You got a, Dallas has one of the most talented teams in the NFL. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that Jerry Jones just needs to stop playing the GM role. I don't think he thrives on that. That the talent they have on that roster, there's no excuse they shouldn't be at least 500. Oh, agreed. even without Dak. Oh, agree. I agree. Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, also needs a beard. I'm thinking it's beard season, boys. Beard season burrow. Well, that's that's all I got in the Dax quarterback room today. Uh, let me know on Twitter. Again, 
follow me on Twitter or follow us on Twitter. Let me know who you want me to talk about and who should have a beard. Now, our next segment is CJ versus Vegas. CJ, what is your thoughts on on what Vegas is saying this week? All right, guys, I got three games here to add to your bet slips. If you're really feeling frisky, throw these on to a parlay, make you some money. First off, I got Tampa Bay covering the seven-point spread over Atlanta, and I'm also going to take the over in that game, and that is a lock. Next game we got, I got Miami. They're a four-and-a-half-point underdog against Buffalo, and I am taking Miami covering that spread, and I'm also going to take them on the money line and the under of 47-and-a-half points. Next up, we got New Orleans over Carolina. I think there's no way they don't cover that seven-point spread. doesn't matter who's that quarterback. And that wraps that up. Alrighty. So we're doing a segment every week called Not a Hall of Famer. What this is going to be is us discussing some older players who they're just not Hall of Famers. They had decent careers, but they just they don't deserve to be in Canton, Ohio. I would say my first up for not a Hall of Famer is Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers to me is not a Hall of Famer. Before I get, you know, before we get canceled for this one, I'm going to say that his career over there with the Chargers was a good career. He was solid. He's played for a long time. The only Hall of Fame that this guy's going to go in is on the fridge with his nine kids drawing him. That's that's the only Hall of Fame I can go to. He has great stats. If everyone made it in stats alone, then they're, then Canton would be full. So I think he hasn't achieved a Super Bowl. He has, he doesn't really have enough post-game wins for me to take him to the bank on a Hall of Fame. So, Philip Rivers, right now you are not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I mean, Philip Rivers, he's been a good quarterback for so long. you got to give him credit, especially with having nine kids at the same time. I mean, nine kids. That dude's just a baby maker. He, he is. If anything else, he's going to be in the Baby Maker Hall of Fame. What kind of... Uh... What kind of car does Philip Rivers drive, do you think? If I had to take a wild guess, what do you fit nine kids in? A 12-pass, like a Chevy Express 12-pass? He would have to. And if it wasn't that, then I would go with him and his wife driving in two separate Honda Odysseys. That's what I would have to go with. What year? I'm going with the 2018. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I mean, that's just a classic family car. You can't really go wrong with that. Yep. So, Philip Rivers... Made a lot of money. Great dude. Really good dude. Doesn't swear, which is impressive because I feel like everyone swears in the NFL. You are this week's not a Hall of Famer. Prove me wrong, Philip. Prove me wrong. Our last little tidbit we're going to be talking about today is uh, Joe Burrow. No, that's not right. We're not talking about Joe Burrow. We're talking about the Super Bowl. That's right. Oh. Well, Joe Burrow is... You know what? Yeah, let's get to your Super Bowl prediction. All right, here's what I think is going to happen. In Super Bowl 2021, I think that the Bills are going to overtake the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I think it's going to be a close game. The Bills will be up by 10 points late. Maybe Patrick Mahomes tries to rally back, but Josh Allen's just too much. He's the GOAT. Not yet, but he will be. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, yes. He will never be on the not Hall of Famer. And then in the NFC side, I think Drew Brees has something in him. 
I think that he's going to come in and... Hall of Famer. Yes, indeed, Hall of Famer. Going to win the NFC, and I think that the Bills will win their first Super Bowl. Not first Super Bowl, but they're going to win over the Saints, and Bills Mafia is going to go nuts. It's interesting you say that. It's very interesting because the rest of the AFC, it's like the... I'm going to call it the three-team drop. Okay, we got the Bills... We got the Chefs, and we had what, they're now frauds. We had the Steelers in that list, and then there was a drop-off. So I would add to my three-team drop-off now, though. I'm going to put Tennessee up there, and I'm feeling okay about it. Because they have Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry is stiff-arming his way into my heart. He's a beast. Easy enough on the AFC. I'm going to go with the, or not the Bills, sorry. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. And the reason being, I think that the Chiefs are, I feel like the Chiefs will be down to the Bills. Same situation. They'll be down by 10. But I think Patty Mahomes gets it done. Completes a comeback, back-to-back. Now, the NFC doesn't matter because I already said back-to-back. But I'm going to give it to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They're going to go back there, compete for a Lombardi trophy, and they're going to lose to the Bills, though. Bills will be very good. I I think next year we'll talk about it on the podcast. I I feel as if they'll get it done then. Now, what what is the the future of... what, What is are expected to come from this podcast in the future, CJ. So I'd like to talk a little bit about this. This isn't going to be an every week thing, but I'd like to talk about what what our plans are for this podcast. I, I would really like to, you know, start posting things on Twitter for the, for the listener to engage in, get some IMs, all that good stuff. Like who do you want to, who do you want to go into the quarterback room? Who's not a Hall of Famer? Are you going to hate me because I said Philip Rivers is not a Hall of Famer? I want to know all that. And the best way to engage us is, of course, at Unfiltered, the football podcast on Twitter. And you can also follow us on our Instagrams, Dakota underscore Ramey 6. And uh, the CJ Hiles, T-H-E-E-C-J Hiles. Yep. So just connect with us, guys. Let us know. Next week, here's our little teaser for next week, Siege. We're going to be talking about Joe Burrow's beard. All that and more next week. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it, and uh, have a good rest of your weekend, guys.